Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Live mic. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, Deputy Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, bringing it to you. This time, we are covering the first day of the NFL's free agent legal tampering period. And of course, there's moves coming in hot even right now as I record this. I apologize if I can't get every single Steelers move in because like I said, this situation is super fluid. There's moves happening left and right and and moves coming down the wire as we speak. But right now, I will give to you all the things that we know currently and try to address some stuff as they pop up here right now tonight. So, the first biggest move of the day, really, for the Steelers, uh, they would lose Alvin Bud Dupree to the Tennessee Titans. Bud Dupree signed for a gigantic five-year, $82.5 million deal which would see Dupree get paid more than $16 million annually. This is a massive payday for the former Steeler who played last year on the franchise tag before tearing his ACL. There were some rumors that Dupree probably wouldn't get as much money as originally thought. However, that turns out not to be true, and Dupree cashes in with the Tennessee Titans. The Steelers, of course, uh, have his his kind of replacement already in the loop, that being Alex Highsmith. But right now, as for that outside linebacker position, the Steelers really only have TJ Watt 
and Alex highs from the so I would suspect some more moves are coming there that is not a spot you can go in with no depth whatsoever and it's what the Steelers are facing currently so that's something that they will have to address but once again Bud Dupree a Tennessee Titan that's it's one of those big moves that uh, was expected. A move I can tell you that wasn't expected was Matt Filer, uh, the Steelers' former starting guard in 2020, starting right tackle in 2019. He signed a massive three-year deal with the Los Angeles Chargers to the tune of $21 million, that being $7 million annually. Holy smokes, that came out of nowhere. The Steelers losing another one of their starting offensive linemen from the 2020 season. This one definitely came as a shock, like I said prior. However, uh, Matt Filer will rejoin uh, former Steelers offensive line coach Sean Surrett in Los Angeles. So it does make some moves here. Uh, at, it does make some sense, I should say, rather, uh, as that deal comes through the pipeline. So Matt Filer a Los Angeles Charger. As of right now, the uh, the vibe on Mike Hilton, another one of the Steelers free agents, is that the Cincinnati Bengals are one of the teams that are, uh, are in on him and making a strong push to keep him in the AFC North. As I sit here recording this now, that deal is not official, but that is the name at the top of the list. We will see where that goes. By the time this comes out, Mike Hilton may already have a new team. Uh, that might not be in Pittsburgh, because the Steelers did sign a slot corner of their own. That being Cameron Sutton, who re-ups for a two-year deal. That's uh, really the first uh, move the Steelers have made in this legal tampering period. Really, this move could have been made since the uh, final whistle of the season blew. Uh, Cam Sutton, of course, uh, being drafted uh, within the Steelers' 2017 draft. He is now uh, on a two-year deal. Uh, That was a total of $9 million. It'll be interesting to see how it's structured. Many believe that uh, the first year of the deal will be considerably cheaper than the second. Other reports kind of suggest that Cam Sutton might get another extension next year once the salary cap balloons to who knows how much. Early reports suggest it could be as much as $220 million, which is a whole lot more than 182 and a half that we were faced with this year. So that's something to watch for the future, but Cam Sutton is locked in with the Steelers. Uh, potential starting nickel corner for this season and potential replacement for Joe Hayden whenever he d- decides to hang up his cleats or if he ever moves on to another team. Again, stuff to watch. Outside of that, nothing crazy Steeler-wise. Zach Banner, of course, uh, he made a social media vow of silence until he signed a contract. As of this moment, he posted on social media, but it is not known which team that contract has been signed with. Uh, It is believed that he signed a deal. Of course, that uh, GIF was of Dwayne The Rock Johnson smiling. Uh, I, I would definitely take that as a deal is done. Probably in Pittsburgh. That being said, it is the legal tampering period. My gut says Pittsburgh because they lost Matt Filer. They probably don't want to instantly lose another tackle, that being uh, Zach Banner. So potentially I could break that news here whenever that pops up. But as of this moment, Zach Banner has a deal. Don't know where. You may already know more than I do. Outside of that, the AFC North as a whole, the entire division, lost a ton of pass rushers. Of course, the Baltimore Ravens uh, losing Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew Judon. Uh, Ngakwe going to the Raiders, Judon going to the New England Patriots 
tough day for them. Apparently, they are in on Hassan Reddick, uh, the 12 and a half sack man, uh, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals. That deal is not done, but something to watch for. The Cincinnati Bengals, another team that lost a pass rusher in Carl Lawson, but they backed that up by backing the Brinks truck up to Trey Hendrickson, uh, formerly of the New Orleans Saints. He signs a massive deal with the Bengals, Trey Hendrickson, to the tune of $15 million per year. Kind of a one-trick pony. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but he was solid in New Orleans on a very good defense, might I add. So we will uh, have to watch to see how Hendrickson performs as a Cincinnati Bengal. Outside of that, the Cleveland Browns sign, I, I believe John Johnson is the name, the uh, the safety from the Los Angeles Rams. Johnson believed to be the top safety prize in all of this free agency class. The Cleveland Browns are starting to put together a very solid team, which is definitely scary a little bit uh, when you look across this division. The Bengals are no, the Browns, I should say, are no joke uh, this year, but... That is one ad uh, for this division that really hadn't seen too many moves. Uh, of course, the coming days, we will see a ton more at play. Of course, your Steelers will have to do, uh, well, they'll have to, they'll have to make a couple moves. No kidding. No doubt, because uh, they have some serious holes to fill on this roster. Uh, there's no way they're going to be able to address it all just in the draft alone. They'd be some pretty low uh, draft picks that are being slotted in as day one free or day one starters for the Steelers lineup again a situation that is extremely fluid there's stuff coming in stuff coming out instantly uh, we will try to keep you updated as that goes so make sure you're, you're clicking over to behind the steel curtain.com social media you name it uh, if there's breaking news especially Steelers breaking news you bet we will have it covered for you so make sure you're staying tuned for all of that. Outside of the AFC North stuff, some of the other bigger news of the day, of course, the New England Patriots are big-time buyers. Uh, Matthew Judon, like I previously said, Johnny Smith, uh, Nelson Aguilar, and a whole lot more moves on top of that. It uh, It's not just... Uh it's not just ending there. It, those moves are going to continue to roll in. Uh, it's crazy how much money the Patriots are spending a year after basically kind of losing everyone. Uh, the, the general consensus right now in the New England Patriots, they got a little frustrated watching Tom Brady win a seventh Super Bowl while they couldn't make the playoffs at all. So the Patriots are loading back up. But as we know, there's been some studies coming out. Free agency spending typically means uh, lower success when it comes to the regular season. Perhaps Bill Belichick might be able to break that curse, but it's not looking particularly good for the New England Patriots when it comes to history of teams that are the biggest spenders of free agency. Outside of that, there's kind of some minor moves around the NFL. Nothing particularly crazy breaking down. Uh, of course, when it comes to the other Steelers free agents, there isn't a whole lot in the in terms of rumors. Now, uh, James Conner is someone that's looking for a deal. He could potentially uh, see upwards of $5 million per year, potentially even more than that, because there have been some teams that are re-signing their backup running backs to $3 million per year deals. James Conner, if he lands in, say, Miami or New York, that being the Jets, uh, he will probably see more money than that. 
Newton. Running back one money has kind of been set by that uh, backup money that has been uh, coming out the next couple days. It's going to drop fast. So that is another situation where uh, teams, if, if they wait it out, they could find some talented players on the cheap. Outside of that, of course, looking at these early Steelers moves and uh, what they have and haven't done, really, when it comes to uh, these free agents, the Steelers are in line to pick up already a mountain of compensatory selections in the 2022 draft if there's any silver lining to losing the amount of players that the Steelers are kind of slated to lose here. It's that. Right now, of course, losing Bud Dupree, you could basically already pencil in the Steelers for a third-round compensatory selection. Juju Smith-Schuster, we've seen the wide receiver market is very hot for the top guys. Uh, Smith-Schuster and uh, and Kenny Galladay, of course, haven't signed, but those are kind of the two gems of the class. We'll probably be making more than $13 million, which is what Nelson Aguilar got from the New England Patriots. I, I would expect that even Smith-Schuster could command more than Bud Dupree did at his $16.5 million per year. If that's the case, the Steelers will be in line for multiple third-round compensatory selections, which is crazy. Moving on past them, if Alejandro Villanueva signs elsewhere, his total's kind of been rumored to uh, be somewhere in the $10 million per year range. That could come in as a fourth-round compensatory pick. You see how this starts to snowball when it comes to potentially losing a Mike Hilton, uh, Matt Filer's $7 million deal. The Steelers right now are sitting in a pretty good spot to pick up... uh, compensatory selections in the third and fourth round and multiple picks in both those rounds so again if there's any silver lining here it is those two things there so we're going to jump into a quick break here and get back to uh, breaking down uh, some of the big moves of the day uh, kind of sh- looking at the rest of the week here uh that comes with the legal tampering period coming to an end on Wednesday, March 17th. Uh, That day will be the official start of the 2021 league year, meaning free agents can become official. Of course, these uh, outside free agent deals are not officially official until they're processed through the league office, but history shows once these deals have been signed, they are done. So we will get into a little bit of that. Also get into some free agent uh, fits and predictions for the Steelers, even though they don't have a lot of money. We see some teams like the Rams, who are $30 million in the hole, spending $16 million per year on a player today. How can the Steelers do stuff like that? Who will they uh, look out for? Really, it's going to be one of those things to watch, and we will get into in the second part. So we're going to jump into a quick commercial break and be back in just a minute. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. 
Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Friends, it is time for the second part of the Live Mike podcast. Don't you just love cryptic tweets? My goodness, as I'm recording here, the amount of times I've had to restart this show, it is just insane. We got Vince Williams now saying the streets are calling him. Of course, that is a player that's kind of been rumored to be someone the Steelers could end up cutting in a, in a cost-saving cost move. The Steelers insiders really need to start getting in on this. There's a ton of stuff that uh, hasn't been official. Uh, we don't know what teams players are signing for. How many moves have the Steelers made that we don't actually know about? Because, of course, the team doesn't have to report anything and really aren't allowed to report anything when it comes to outside free agents. So if it's not for these insiders, we don't know anything that's going on. Nothing's being reported. Holy smokes, what are we to do here? You know what we'll do? We'll keep trugging on this Live Mike podcast. We will not be stopped, people. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, just keep chugging, chugging along here. I really did want to give you some free agent options that the Steelers may look at and, and some opinion as some of these deals have come up across the league as a lot of you may know, if you're regulars uh, to my work on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com or just here on the pa- podcast platform side, I am a big uh, proponent proponent of the Steelers adding a center in free agency. That way they can free up uh, whatever they want to do in the draft. Of course, I was extremely high on reigning first team All-Pro Corey Lindsley. Of course, he is now the highest paid center thanks to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Steelers weren't going to make anyone the highest paid anything this year. We knew that. Kind of banking on a, a local kid perhaps taking a, a back-loaded deal on a team that uh, cleared up a little bit of money really is, is something I expected the Steelers to have already done. They haven't done it. Moves will come because they have to. Right now, the Steelers are probably sitting somewhere in the neighborhood of $3 million over the cap after the Cam Sutton deal. More moves have to come because right now the Steelers need to fill out their roster. I'm giggling because they seriously need to fill out their roster before the draft even gets here. Work has got to be done. They're going to sign some players. Vet minimum, you name it. It's just going to, it's just has to happen. So Corey Lindsley, he's off the board. Outside of that, the center market really hasn't taken off. This is what I'm thinking right now when it comes to that position. The draft is very murky. The top guy is Landon Dickerson, who's potentially the only guy that has first-round value. We know has serious injury issues. Four consecutive years ending in surgery for Landon Dickerson. He tore his ACL uh, back in December, I believe it was. Uh, It'll be close for him just to be ready by training camp. Do the Steelers want to rely on that? When it comes to Ben Roethlisberger in the final year of his deal, I'm not so certain. Then the next guy on the board, Creed Humphrey, uh, he still kind of matches nicely as a second-round pick. That being said, 
he may not be there when the Steelers pick 55. Either they can extremely reach on a guy like Creed Humphrey. He is talented, but there are still detractors like a lot of these guys after you leave the first round. Do they, do they want to bank on a rookie that might not start for a number of weeks uh, until they can supplant uh, B.J. Finney as that starting center? That's one of the one of the questions they have to answer. What is Ben Roethlisberger coming back back here for? Does he want B.J. Finney, who could barely even start, or he didn't start when he played for the Seattle Seahawks or the Cincinnati Bengals, two of the worst offensive lines in football in 2020? So when it comes to center spot, I, I really think if they can't get Landon Dickerson and, and like they're not high enough to take him in the first round and, and bank that he'll just be healthy for the longest schedule he's ever played in his life, th- then they should still turn to the free agent market when it comes to that. Lindsley is gone. David Andrews, formerly of the New England Patriots, is probably the next uh, top guy there. We know Jerry Dulac of the Post-Gazette uh, said... The Steelers should likely be in on Lindsley and David Andrews. I've talked about this before. So if any of that is true, then David Andrews, of course, climbs up, climbs up that list slightly. Of course, he's going to cost money. The Steelers need to make moves to acquire some money. It has to happen. We know this. Moving on. Outside of David Andrews, if he's still too rich for the Steelers' blood... Nick Martin of the Houston Texans, to me, becomes a very interesting option. Really, it comes down between him and Alex uh, Alex Mack of the uh, Atlanta Falcons, formerly of the Cleveland Browns. Nick Martin, firstly, he was cut, meaning he was free to sign with the team for a number of weeks now. He didn't have to wait for this legal tampering period. There hasn't been a single peep about him. Martin has not... Uh, from my understanding, has not uh, been involved in any of these uh, contract uh, negotiations, conversations as of yet. He could be at a very low value. The Steelers, if they're looking for someone on a one-year deal and eventually let, say, a mid-round rookie uh, come in and start in future years, that is one way they can go about it. They could also get Martin on a multi-year deal. Uh, He started, I believe, 63 of 64 games uh, that he could have as a member of the Houston Texans. That is an option and certainly one of the options that could be a multi-year way to go about it. If the Steelers are looking for a one-year band-aid, this is why I bring up Alex Mack and myself and co-editor Jeff Hartman definitely both agree on this. Alex Mack is a guy that still plays really good football. He's been one of the best centers in the league for close to 15 years now. Alex Mack is legit. You bring him in, you pair him with a rookie. Mack will start the entire season. And there's nothing wrong with that. He is still a solid player. But what you're getting here is someone who can come in and start. And sorry, you're not going to make a lot of money. But that's the way it's going to be with a lot of these veteran players. And that's if the Steelers want to fill some holes, it is a smart way to get guys in. And if they're not good enough or not better than the rookie they draft to kind of replace them, you can cut them. No problem. There's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. And if you're getting guys in on veteran minimum contracts, you can cut them with next to no penalty. That's kind of something you'd get in an Alex Mack type. So those are kind of the two moves I would like to see them uh, kind of chase after when it comes to that center spot. Moving past them, you, you, you kind of have to look at the running back position. I know a lot of Steeler fans are very high on taking a running back in the first round of the NFL draft. 
the value for, for that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Running backs are not first round picks anymore. They are not guys you give a second contract to. Every year, it seems to be a, a push from from a certain crowd that kind of brings them back uh, and kind of hypes them up a little bit so they uh, kind of get some sort of money and kind of raises the value of their draft stock. But then once we hit the draft, like we saw a year ago, a lot of those guys tumbled down the board a lot further than a lot of people thought they were going to go. Perhaps that will happen again, but I just don't see the Steelers taking a running back in the first round considering the holes they have and considering the guys that should be the best player available on the board when they get there. It is certainly possible that both Najee Harris and Travis Etienne are not available when the Steelers pick at 24, which completely kind of takes that off the board unless they want to reach on Javante Williams. Reaching on running backs in the first round, bad idea. I cannot stress that enough. That is not good football management and the Steelers you you aren't a general manager of a football team for more than 20 years by making bad decisions like that that is just not how this team works and I, I just do not foresee that happening that's why I turn to the running back market as of this moment Chris Carson is not signed he is the biggest fish left I once again I'm opposed to signing a running back to any uh, value or term just isn't something that I would do Moving past him, there really is only two names I would kind of hesitate to bring up. When it comes to this running back position, of course, the first one going to be Jamal Williams of the Green Bay Packers. This is kind of the youthful name. What uh, the Steelers can offer to Jamal Williams is a chance to start and be the unquestioned number one guy in the backfield. He was the number two to Aaron Jones basically his entire time as a Green Bay Packer. He does not have a lot of touches on him meaning he is relatively fresh and has not had the injury history as someone like James Conner has had. What the Steelers can get out of Jamal Williams is basically a one-year deal worth not a whole lot, definitely more than minimum. I'd probably probably say around the $4 million range, but what he gets in return for that deal is the opportunity to be the unquestioned number one back and go to free agency a year from now in a year where the cap is going to explode. This... Honestly, I I could not see a better situation for Jamal Williams. Really, if that's the way we're going to look at it, if uh, the Jets and Dolphins don't chase him, really the perfect fit for him would be with the Pittsburgh Steelers because there's not a whole lot of other teams that he could step in and be the unquestioned day one starter like he would be in Pittsburgh. That is one way to go about it. The second way is the same way that I suggested uh, filling the center spot with someone old who wants to stay in the league. Now, I know a lot of you don't want to hear a 35-year-old running back being the the number one runner for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but before I even mention this name, you pair this guy with another mid-to-late-round running back pick. It's just the way it's got to be. But Adrian Peterson has expressed interest in the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is old, yes. He still averaged four yards per carry last year on a not-very-good Detroit Lions team that was not well-coached, that did not have a lot of talent on it. Adrian Peterson could be a little bit more successful in Pittsburgh, especially with Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator. We have to keep this in mind. And really, even if he's beat out, he is someone that could kind of uh, slip into that short yardage type role, which he was very successful at in Detroit, uh, a place where he scored seven touchdowns as a goal line runner for the Lions last year. He could step in and do that for the Steelers. Last year, he played for the veteran minimum. The salary cap dropped this year. There is no chance that 
Adrian Peterson will get a penny more than the vet minimum. Perhaps he might want to go to a place that doesn't uh, doesn't tax uh, uh, income tax, I should say, like a, like a Florida go to Tampa Bay. I could see him wanting to do that. The Buccaneers are unloading a ton of money, and if they if they re-sign another one of their running backs, I, I have a hard time seeing Adrian Peterson wanting to sign up for that. I suppose he, he could want a ring chase, but he would actually play as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I could see that move happening, especially if they can't land someone else. So those are really the, the only two uh, real options I can see out of them. Uh, moving past that, I suppose Jesse James could also be a name to watch as the Steelers' tight end too. Of course, the familiarity with the organization. Uh, and really, he's a little bit younger than the other guys on the market. And the Steelers love themselves a reunion. So that's something I would also look out for. If not him, Michael Pruitt out of uh, Tennessee. Great lead block number two tight end that's another name for the tight end spot but we are up against it when it comes to time so i want to thank each and every one of you for tuning into the live mic there's going to be tons of content coming out steelers wise and across the entire nfl because we are in the thick of the free agency frenzy so make sure you're clicking over behind the steel curtain.com following following us on social media and listening to all the podcasts for all the all the breakdown all the coverage you could ever dream of when it comes to this stuff uh, and the pittsburgh steelers Thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.